Hello and welcome back to episode number 68 of the TNC podcast. For all of you listening on iTunes and SoundCloud, welcome back. It might sound slightly more tinny than last week. Uh, we had the wonderful Max here. He's unfortunately, I think, drunk himself into oblivion. We, we numbed... He had to... He had to numb the pain slightly. When I went to pick him up, he said, I need to go get one more thing, Jack. It wasn't a camera, it was a bottle of wine. Uh, and he sat in the corner and drank it. It sounded lovely, it looked lovely, but Max, we're thinking of you, I'm sure you're fine. How are you, Chris? Just mm. me and you this week. Good to see you, mate. Thank you very much, Jack. How was Sweden? Yeah, it was lovely, actually. Sweden. A, a real pleasure to kind of go and, and, and see the... The land of Matti Svensson. I was going to say Johan Armander, but... That's the greatest Sweden history from yeah. the town of Boren. He is going to make history. Definitely. One of my favourite Norwich chants. Um, I was surprised to see a lot of kind of noise around Zlatan Ibrahimovic when I was out there. <laughs> when there's a far greater striker that's graced Sweden's pitches. Well, absolutely. Johan Armander. Um, talking about another Scandinavian striker, Timu Pukki. That was a nice link, wasn't it? Um, fans bet. You know fans bet? I know them very well. We love fans bet. They are doing... The special of all specials. They are doing six to one on Timu Pukki to score and Norwich to win by two goals or more. That rhymes. That's very. That that's easy, isn't it? That reeks of cash. I tell you what else reeks of cash. Just just to be neutral here, because we have had some stick from promoting certain offers. So I'll promote another offer. Okay. Of course, I will be going through fans' bet. I've gone. For Buendia to score and a Norwich win. I love that from you. Banker. Clip this up. Remember it. Yeah, and links in the description if you want to head over to Fansbet and make sure your fan pun is Talk Norwich City. One last thing. Yeah, on a on. serious note, please, I know that we have a, a young audience. If you're going to bet, please bet responsibly. One of the things that I do is I keep a note on my phone. Yeah, you're where, a bit, Yeah, you've got a, No, no, no. No, 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 no I'm no, saying no. it's lovely. Good. Write down the money that you've spent and the money that you've won and keep a track on it. Yeah. We're not just promoting gambling needlessly. We are both very sensible gamblers. So seriously, take it responsibility. And remember to be 18. Um, Chris, I wanted to pick up on something slightly serious, and that's bullying. Um, lots of bullying with my jumper last week. It was... <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I threw you in with no. that social post, didn't I? I think the, I think the definition of bullying is... is Nasty things said on a consistent basis by God, multiple people. Oh um, and Hugs got involved, didn't he? <laughs> look, you, you might remember last week I was wearing a turtleneck, a striped turtleneck. It was new. I spent my hard-earned money on it. Um, How did much it, did that cost, by the way? It wasn't that. I think it was like forty pounds. It was warm. It was it was thick wool. Um, look, I had a lot of abuse. Ex-players. Dived in on it. You dived in it. Journos. Uh, journos. My girlfriend. Fat. Your girlfriend? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So Your I, actual missus yeah. said that she didn't like it. I think I think, I think it grew on her. <laughs> um, okay. Um, good. But, so I did what all good people would do in, in, in adversity and, and wear it even more. And the Swedes loved it. Good, there. I'm pleased. Uh, a very warm Did you leave it in Sweden? No, I brought it to home. Right, um, good. Yeah, maybe I'm... bring it out for a, bring it out for the Christmas special. Yeah, maybe do that. Um, anyway, let's talk about Norwich and Norwich being top of the championship. Oh, mate, what's going on at the moment? I don't, I just don't know. I, I keep telling myself it's got to stop, yeah. but it doesn't. <laughs> it keeps feeding me. It keeps giving me so much joy. I mean, I just looked at that game and I thought this is going to be really tough. Yeah. 
Swansea on paper, of course, fresh down from the Premier League. They've still got some some quality players Wilfred there. Bonnie. They've got Wilfred Bonny playing up front. They obviously stuck him up top with with the other big lad at the end as well. And, and and I I was worried. Um, and and I and I'm getting to the point now. I, I tweeted it after the game. I'm actually now at the point where I'm not going to pretend anymore. Like we are the real deal. Mm. Of course, people know I went to see. We'll go on to talk about it in a minute. I'm sure. Um, I went to see, obviously, the Ipswich-West Brom fixture, sat in the West Brom end. And West Brom, of course, one of the better teams in the league. We look a cut of mustard above them. Mm. We really do. We play the ball faster, with more accuracy. And actually, most importantly, over anything right now, Jack, for me, I'd like to get your opinion on this, I think the difference between us and all the other teams is we're taking our chances. And that's something, yeah. in, in seasons gone by, last season, season before, and the season before last... We, I remember I've had so many rants with you, mm. you know, fan cam after the game saying, take yeah. your chances, kill games off. And we're finally doing it. And, and it's an absolute testament to, to Daniel Farker. It really is, because I think whatever he's doing is working. I think that all of the players, because of the fact that they are, in a sense, you know, slightly, I don't know, they're, they're, they're wild cards, aren't they? And yeah. Timu Puki, for example, these are players that are all proving mm. a point. Timu Puki, by the way. Tom Huckabee, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that tattoo on your derriere. I must admit, when, when Tom tweeted, if you don't know, and Chris, is, Chris has been the man that's kind of kept pulling this up, so Tom, apologies for Chris's behaviour. Um, well, actually, his own old man yeah, called yeah. him out on it as well. So. said, has he got the balls? But when Tom tweeted it and said, if Timu Pukki scores 10 league goals this season, I'll get a tattoo of his name on, on, my, um, on, my, on my rear end, I thought he's probably quite safe. He scored them by November. Um, and and, I, and it's an interesting point you raised there, Chris, about the, the, the clinicalness in front of goal. I think Marco Bourne, the score goal, Steeperman, um, said it, that that's been one of, the, one of the main differences is their ability to kill games off when they get a few chances. 4-1 at Swansea, I mean, that's an incredibly impressive mm. result. I was listening to Paddy Davitt talk about it. He called the performance, um, there, was, there, there was an air of a good Arab arrogance about Norwich City in, in terms of they, they kind of know that they're a good side now and they're, and they're not afraid. I can remember sitting with you watching us against Leeds when we lost 3-0 and it felt like we were scared of them that day. We were. And we gave them too much respect. And it's interesting to see, isn't it, that in a couple of months how the dynamic has just completely changed. Well, I said, Jack, that, you know, post... And, and, I, and I stick by my words. I think that... That game, that hiding, that because yeah. it was a hiding. It yeah. wasn't. I know three 0 isn't that large of a, of a scoreline, but I think it was a it was a humili- humiliation in the sense that it was just so easy for yeah. them, in my opinion. Um, and and actually, I mean, I saw a couple of Leeds fans tweeting at the weekend. There was a brilliant tweet that, that I quote retweeted, which was the uh, I can't remember what it says now, but it's something like. Um, I can't believe um, the worst thing we could have done was smash Norwich because now they've turned into a vintage Brazil, <laughs> but. It's nice that teams are fearing us, and you know, of course, we've we've got the game against Hull, uh, which will be tonight when you're when you're listening to this. Maybe tomorrow, if you listen to it another time. Um, again, that is a potential banana skin, but again, this is another test. I mean, each game is a test in, in my eyes for different reasons. But you go away to Hull, and of course, was it the last season or the season before where we really screwed it up? Yeah, where we lost four three. Oh, that was last season. Madison yeah. scored a hat trick. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely, Madison. Uh, underrated Madison um, yeah so let's see what we can do this year let's judge the improvement yet again it, it's interesting though isn't it because you know you've said there you're starting 
to believe. You, you think we're the real deal. And I, and I look at this side and go, there's not really... I don't think, I know. You know, okay, cool. I, I, I'm also getting to that stage. But at the same time, I'm going into each game. It's the same with the game against Hull. Hull currently 23rd. We'll preview that shortly. But I'm still not going into this game expecting a win. It, I, I yeah. think it's going to be tough. Um, so, so what changes? Because I can remember under Alex Neil and, and previous regimes... When when we when we've been nearer the top of the league, I've been going into these types of games thinking we're going to win that, we're going to win that, and and, and it doesn't always materialise into a win. Something's a bit different this year. I feel like expectations have maybe been managed, mm-hmm. but I still feel like we're overachieving a little bit. I, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it's an extremely healthy place to be, both from a supporters' point of view, from the players' point of view, because the players will be thinking. Let's keep this run going. Let's go seven. Let's go eight. Let's go nine. Let's try and get to double figures. You know, so I think that you know the players will be thinking. Let's try and get some points on the board now before the really really busy Christmas schedule. Yeah. Um. So that's why we smashed November. I think the players will be thinking we need to get these points yeah. up now. Um. And I think that as you said, as I said, it's it's very very healthy. I think. This year is different psychologically. I think that they are so much mentally stronger, i.e. if Hull do score the first goal tomorrow, I have every confidence that we've got the ability to go on and win that Mm. game. In seasons gone by, we would have rolled over and died. 100%. Um, I want to talk about a player that I think we both sat here about four or five months ago and maybe not wrote him off, but we weren't overly sure with the signing. And in recent months, you've been a massive fan goes by the name of Emi Buendia. You've got money on him tomorrow with fans bet. Um, he's now scored or scored a goal or assisted a goal yeah, in the last five games. Over the ten years that Wes Houlihan was here, oh, he didn't mm. achieve that feat. Thank you to NCFC Numbers for that stat. Now, I know it's a, you know not the best comparison, but at the same time, it shows what an impact Emi Buendia is having on this squad. First of all, I, plead, I, I hope no one is stupid enough to actually think that Buendia is already better than Wesley. No, 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 we're not Wesley saying was here that. For much longer, absolute club legend, good, I'm pleased. But what it does show is that he has the wow factor, he has the X factor, he's performing, and I have an apology to make, I'm sure Jack will join me on this as well. We said it stinks of Sergi Canos, mm. sometimes we have to hold our hands up. The guy is smashing it, he's delivering, but actually in a sense, when Canos came, I had the same feeling. You looked at Canos and you thought technical ability. Yeah, he's a fighter. He's a beaver. You know what I mean? He's gonna he's gonna really put everything into it. Right ahead of hair. Pace, Barnet. To be fair to us though, and I know we're, we're often wrong. I think more times than we are right. But with Sergi Canos, I'd probably argue that he was mismanaged slightly. I think he was. A, I know absolutely he was mismanaged. And I think if it, if Emmy Buendia was brought in under Alex Neal or an Alan Irvine or a Neil Adams, yep, we, we would have been in the exact same position. Very good point. Very so, good. You point. know, let's be let's be kind to us. What I love about Buendia is his defensive capabilities as well. I know yeah, it sounds really hipster, no, no, no. but I think that yes, he's delivering up top, but he's so good at tracking back. And, I agree. You know, I was, I was talking to one of the Norwich fans who came up to me today and we were talking about how many years have we lacked pace on both sides. Yeah. We look dangerous from both yeah. sides. And normally, so even you look back at the days of Huck's playing, mm-hmm. it was, well, as long as we can just fill in over on the on the left or the right, wherever Huck's is, we'll chuck an extra man. But now, how do you deal with it? Yeah. You've got Max and you've got Buendia yeah. on one side. You've got Jamal and Hernandez. I mixed those two up, but you get the point. You've got both of those of those lines 
there's so much energy yeah. there it's impossible to deal with it on both counts and if you have a man in the middle that can play it around that, that, that can that can be the, the navigator of that such as Leitner sadly he's out for the whole game of course but Steepman is is absolutely ample in that role to, to do that job and I think I think you raise a good point there about having that pace down the wings and I think we have had pace in previous years you look at Murphy you look at Redmond you look at maybe Yannick Vulskut but what they didn't offer was that defensive prowess and it and it allows it, you've, you've almost you've got double the goodness because you know mm. when Dia tracks back it allows mm. Aaron's to get forward Hernandez doesn't mind chipping in Redmond yeah. didn't track back as, as well as these two do mm. the Murphys didn't I'm not saying it's their job well, Redmond had a lack of final sorry to interrupt Red, Redmond had a lack of final product I still think he's got that raw talent mm. and, I, and I did think he was a good player but he, he couldn't cross the bloody ball no. Josh in fairness spoke to Josh Josh says to me, I wish, because we were watching, um, I can't remember what was the game, the Legends game, yeah, the Inter-Legends yeah. game in the box, uh, eating prawn sandwiches. And he says to me, sure. I, w- I wish, I wish that I had a target man like Grant Holt to aim for. Mm. Because he didn't. He had someone that was drifting in and out. So in his defence, I can understand why it wasn't as effective. Yeah. And again, if you think about it now, could, jo- could Josh... You know, do it for us now in this system. Absolutely, yes. But mm. for me, I think you know. To be honest, I think that Hernandez is a is a much better player on that. Side. And, and that's fascinating because I was listening to. Uh, we'll, we'll get onto the AGO in a moment, but I heard Stuart whatever talking to our very own Connor Southwell about. He was asked the question. Um, Love Southwell. Do you think the 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 sales of James Madison and Josh Murphy has benefited us? And he said, in a way, because you know we've had another summer. We've we've brought in more players that fit our system, but I would have loved to have seen them players in this system. So maybe you're right about mm. uh, about a Murphy. Um, what is interesting on the note of Stuart Webber is his line about Wendia, about how you know there's been lots of hype around Hernandez, yeah. arguably the fans' favourite going into the start of this season, and 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 there's a line coming out of that AGM from from, from Webber, I believe, that, that that says, well, you haven't seen anything yet yeah. because watch Buendia. Yeah. And how exciting is that to hear that mm. from the man at the top of the chain right now? That's big stuff. And I keep forgetting he's 21 as well. I keep thinking he's I, like mid-20s. I'm ridiculously impressed. I, honestly, put this on record, I'll be very, very, very surprised if he keeps this up that he doesn't get sold next summer. I, because it will have to. Because someone will come in for massive money mm. and we'll have to take it sadly. But if he keeps delivering like he is now, I don't want to talk it up, I am talking it up, but you get my point. He's he's so exciting to watch, full of energy. Talking about players that maybe don't look their age, how is Grant Hatney like twenty eight? I thought he was like forty seven. <laughs> How he must have had a tough paper round uh, when he was a kid. He's, well, he's, what's he, he's, he's, Scott, he's Scottish, isn't he? Bloody hell, I know. But the he's been from the school, the school of Stuart Hodge, isn't he? So. I couldn't believe. It. Anyway, he's got a new contract. Have we talked about that? Before? Yeah, we have. We yeah, have? Okay. I, I've, I've highly praised it. I think it's a great move by the club. Um, and I, and how nice is it to be able to say that we've got such a good backup player mm. in Grant in Grant Hanley? Yeah. That's mad. massive. Mad. Our next three games: Hull away, Rotherham at home. Bolton at home, them three games, um, or three, them three teams um, are three of the bottom six. Um, Hull are only the, uh, one of the uh, just above Ipswich, who are of course rock bottom at the moment. Hull haven't been great, but Chris, you look at this. We've, we've won six games in a row. Um, on paper, oh, no, no, so on, exciting. On, isn't on it? paper, these three games at the start of the season, you would have gone. If we want to be up there in the top six, they're the games you need to be winning. 
Michael Bailey tweeted out, and I think he got it right. He said, look, these are the next three games. I don't want to talk things up, but there's a real good chance to consolidate our, our, our chances in the top six here. I've got that kind of nervous energy about me. Absolutely. And I, and I feel like something... And what you I know, like, these Jack, next three games are so big. And Yeah, but, but, but what I like is the fact that if you look at our... I can't remember who did the comparison on Twitter, so sorry for not crediting you here. Look at the other teams at the top of the table and who they've played. Mm. They've already played the guys down the yeah. bottom. They've still got the big games to come. We've now got three, in my opinion, very winnable games. I'm... I'm expecting six points, but out, out, out of how many? Three games. But I'm absolutely, but I'm absolutely of the belief that we can get all nine. Okay. But I'm just thinking Hull. Yeah. I look at Hull yeah. and I think we're tired. Yeah. Lightning out is a massive miss. Yeah. But then someone comes in wanting to make an impression, mm. um, and and for me it's it's bloody good times. And I look back at all of my God. This is going to sound really big now. I'm getting quite emotional. I look back at the times that I've most enjoyed supporting Norwich and this feels like it could be one of those times. Mm. It feels, it does feel special it's right now. It's a good move around hope, the club, isn't and it? And I want everyone, to, I just, I hope everyone enjoys it and people are wanting to be sceptical, but why? Yeah. Let's just go into it and just say, you know what, yeah, try and beat us. It's not about, it's not about the opponent anymore and how refreshing yeah. is that as a Norwich City fan for the opposition to be fearing us. And that instantly puts them on the back foot mm. before they've even started the game. 100%. Um, I want to quickly um, just mention a, a former player quickly, Leon Barnett. I was mm. really disappointed to see the news today that he's been forced to retire due to heart problems. He's currently at Northampton, of course. I think he came through the ranks at Luton and probably scored one of my most, I don't know why, but one of my most memorable goals. His header against Sunderland. Or was it? No, it was a, it was a cut back cross. And Leon Barnett smashed it in in front of the bar. Big Leon. I think it was the, one of the first um, games under the lights. It was on Sky. Can you remember when Sky used to send them big, like, inflatable things up in the air and, like, get a nice panoramic view? Mm-hmm. There was one of them in the air. There was, you know, the sausage rolls coming off Morrison's car park. There was a real <laughs> good vibe about the place. And, and Barnett scored that night. And, and I love him for always. Well, but Barnett was, Barnett was here for the good times, wasn't he? The, the, well, I say the good times as if I'm an OAP and I'm about to stack it. Um, uh, Barnett was here for... One of the best times supporting Norwich City, of course, under the Judas. Mm. Um, you know, um, but you know, it's very sad news. Um, I was actually very. I was, I was watching the the Ryan Mason interview, and it is mm. fascinating to see how players deal with these things. I sincerely hope that he gets a job in football. Hundred percent. I think I, w- I was staying at a hotel in Luton um, last year ahead of a flight out of Luton Airport, and I was shocked to see. Well, I wasn't shocked not London to see. City, no. Not London City Airport, no, Luton Airport. I was flying to Berlin. Um, and on the front of the free paper in Luton, it was I think it was the, the equivalent of the Great Yarmouth Advertiser, Leon Barnett's Academy was on the front um, front page, very similar to, to Dale Gordon's soccer school that I'm sure you've been to. Uh, I went to Robert Flex. You went to, of course, of course. You, you're, the you're a striker. Um, right, AGM. Uh, first of all, I think this is, you know, we talk about the culture, we talk about on the pitch, a lot's going on off the pitch as well. I was, I was very happy um, to receive a call off Joe Ferrari, the head of media uh, at Norwich City. Oh, mate, what's his job title? Head of media? Head of communications? PR? Legend at media team. Exactly. And, and he said, um, Jack, talk Norwich City, um, we'd like to invite you to cover mm. the AGM officially because Stuart Weber has said that he wants fan media there. So it was us. 
Along come Norwich and my football writer who got the invite. Sadly, we couldn't make it, but the content is over on my football writer and Along Come Norwich. Go check it out if you mm. haven't already. But just really refreshing that Stuart Webber, who who me and you kind of know not well, but you know we've spoke to on, on a few occasions, is is embracing this fan culture. Well, it's not just Stuart Webber. First of all, I, I think that it's I think it, it's Delia, it's Michael. I think it's the the new executive committee. Mm. Uh, I think it's very obvious that this culture is now ingrained, and and the skeptics will say, well, it's easy to invite the fan media when when you know we're at the top of the table. But it was happening when it wasn't going so well as but well. Good bloody on them, and and fight and and, and ride the wave, and and I, and one of the things that people might not necessarily appreciate, but if you look at other football clubs um, in the English league system, there's not many clubs that do fan media like like we do. Um, and you know we can only speak for ourselves, Jack. We've been given, you know, a couple of really good opportunities in the past. Hopefully, going to get another couple of big opportunities soon as well. So I think it it speaks tremendous volumes of just how much of an effort that our club are trying to make to engage fans properly because people are so past that plastic corporate spiel that everyone can read through. Um, yeah, there was people moaning at you know the AGM wasn't used with, with in the right way with like the questions and stuff. But for me, I just think it's just communication. Yeah. I don't think really it's all about you know annual annual general meeting. I just think it's a conversation, yeah. no matter what it is, whether it's the the Norwich Business Network event which we attended, of course, the AGM, Weber or Steve, Weber or at the time Steve Stone. Um, doing a thing at the start of the season. It's just conversations. Mm. Keeping those conversations up with either supporters or shareholders is good in no matter what form. So kudos to the football club for doing that. And I, and I think, you know, we we haven't been doing this for, for tons of time. And if you speak to a Michael Bailey or, or someone else, they'll have even kind of heightened opinions on this. But, you know, we've had situations in the past where we've gone to the club or the club have come to us and, and they don't they didn't want us to be doing what we were doing. And, and journalists have been banned from going to Colney because they don't want certain things said it's the complete opposite now and I think that's really good to see um, one of the things that I picked up on that, that Ed Balls um, said is is although we're at the top of the table you know we don't want fans to get carried away we don't want them to think that we fixed everything yet we're just enjoying the mm. moment and I think that's important as well we're top of the table let's get carried away that's what football fans about but we're also going to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a sticky financial situation in six months' time. We're going to be in debt mm-hmm. again. Um, so It is a case de- of top of the league having a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, but it, but it's nice that Ed Balls and Stuart Webber aren't going, well, feet up, lads, let's have a jolly. Mm. They're not going to get complacent. They're being and I real. Think, and I yeah. think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's ridiculously wise. I think it's so nice that they're, they're just brutally honest. That they're not covering things up. There's, there's clearly... Um, but the people behind the scenes clearly really care yeah. I think that they are respecting the badge on the front of their suit mm. tie shirt of course um, fitted at Slater's by our good friend Simon Cheeseman who by the way complimented yeah I was going to say that shirt. he was the only person though and I think he but he's the only person who works in fashion though. but he's the only person that takes money from you for clothes maybe my mum complimented it does in that count in which case I'm wrong there we go then there anyway, go. keep going. No, I don't, you didn't answer my question. What was the question? Hit me. Ed Balls. He's a nice guy. Great speaker. Yeah. Great lad. Follows the Talk Not City account. He does actually, yeah. Thanks um, for that, Ed. Didn't respond to my last DM. But not, not so much thanks for that, Ed. No, he's a top boy. Top boy. Ever. No, and Ed Balls. And Ben Kensel. Um, and Ben Dak. 
Yeah, top boy. Goes to David Lloyd, of course, the greatest Does gym it? in Norwich. Ben Kensel um, loves Tampa. You love Tampa. Oh, I've got. Do that. I love Tampa? Yeah, I yeah. know. Do I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, on, Come on, let's let's talk about this Go Tampa on, tour. Come on, big boy. Let's you, do it. you sit here. You sat here with Bailey. Gave yeah. it large. Oh, the Tampa tour's going to damage our run. Well, where I, are you now? I said, look, I was listening to a man that you've complimented greatly, and, and you have a lot of respect for Daniel Farker, who said, look, we're only going to fill for fulfil commercial responsibilities. That was done. Happy days. Get a bit of cash from I don't know who. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is that what they're called? Possibly, yes. Um, you know, top up the town on, on Aston. He had a good time out there. Yeah. And um, good. And he deserves with it. With a few, what they call Jolly Rogers or, you know, the sweets. Actually, no, not sweets. <laughs> anyway. Tampa's great. And we, we won in South Wales. Mm-hmm. Should we get on to some Twitter questions? Yeah, let's. Right, okay. Let's do that. Okay, Twitter question time. We never quite know what we're getting ourselves into. I, I changed the, the, the questions slightly on Twitter this week and I, and I asked for questions, life queries and statements because rarely do yeah. we actually get a question nowadays. It's more, I think this is more therapy for all of us. So join mm. in the therapy session mm. over at Talk Norwich City on Twitter. You've got a new phone, Chris. Very nice it is. Yep, thank you. Um, you can ask the questions this week. Yeah, on okay. HD screen. Should, should, we, should we alternate, by the way? No, you no? do it all. Right, I'm doing you, it all. You okay. pick up the work. Superb. Right, here we go then. Uh, I'm going off the Talk Norris City replies, yeah? Okay, cool. Good. So, now I've got to proofread some of these. No, don't proofread them. Don't proofread, just literally just go. That's boring. Let's go for a non-football related one to start off with. Always promising. What's your best ever Black Friday slash Cyber Monday pickup? You know what? I'm not really like a, a buying man. I don't buy much stuff. I All right. I don't. All right. What do you get? Giving it for free? No, I don't, I don't have much stuff, really. And if, and if I do want something, I just I don't. I don't wait to then get lured into this false I tell you mine. game. I tell you mine. Go on then. Amazing. This year, okay, and the missus is in love with it, and I'm not joking. We're not And this about... isn't banter, and this is not banter, this is not a drill. We have recently purchased the most incredible shark hoover. You know what? And, and it's you most... got it out for me when I came in. And I, and I tell you what, it's got a massive nozzle, Yeah. first and foremost. It's got some real good suction power. Nice. Um, and I think we got something like a £200 discount. How much? What's the bloody um, hoover? But, mate, it's all like touch screen. It folds in half. Becky was showing me the LEDs on it. There's LEDs on the end oh. of the actual nozzle, so you can see every little bit of grain of dust. And, yeah. and that's one of the things that you know you just massively don't appreciate. So had you researched the hoover market before? Uh, Bless her heart, my, my missus did very much. Because so, I'm, yes. I thought you know it was a Dyson or a Henry. There was no other option. Here we go. Sharp, good. How much money do you think we could get for Pookie in Jan? And by the way, thought Chris in the West Brom end on Friday was brilliant. Nice. <laughs> well, please, someone liked it. We, well, nothing for Pookie because we're not selling him. Yep, true, like that. Um, yeah. What were you doing in Ipswich on Friday night? Questionable from you. I've got to clear this up because I think a lot of people don't understand. So, but in fairness, I didn't announce it. I didn't really want to announce it because it, it looks a bit arrogant. So, basically, where I did see you tweeting that you were phoning Alan Brazil. That's always a questionable phone call to make. Yeah, because my old man knows Alan Brazil. Anyway, so basically, Wes gives us his. You know, when when a player plays for a club, yes. you get family tickets. Yes. 
so your your friends and family get XYZ tickets. Now, obviously, Wes didn't want to subject his family to Ipswich Town Football Club, so instead he gave it to old Chris Reeve and co. So me, my old man, Mystic Manson went. Um, we, sat, we sat in the West Brom end. We didn't hook up with, with, with Braz in the end. Um, not that I'd like him anyway. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a laugh. We just went to enjoy ourselves. Mm. I mean, Norwich weren't playing. Uh, I wanted to see the stark contrast between the top and the bottom of the league, just to see the, the absolute chasm in, in, in full chasm. kind of... Nice. In full... Mm, yeah. um, and I must say uh, that the Baggies fans were, were, were great. They were, they were good. I quite like West Brom. Quite, quite, a, quite a variant of chance. Quite loud. Um, the, boing, the boing boing thing is a bit weird. They, when they oh, score, they just grab each other and they just go boing boing. Okay. boing, boing. It's, it's all a bit weird. Oh, but harmless I, fun. But I quite enjoyed... And actually it gave me quite a nice perspective on the championship in general. And what I would say is... And, and we go back to that West Brom game at Carrow Road. I don't think, I don't think they've improved. I I think I mean Jay, but they did beat us on the day. Yeah, but my point was they were defensively woeful. Yeah, up top they missed chances. So yeah. we did too. Uh, I still think West Brom will be there or thereabouts. I think they've got such good quality in their squad, but they do look a bit gangly. A bit they, they missed three or four sitters. Okay, but um, there, there was a couple in the first half, a couple in the second half. Jay Rodriguez missed from like four yards out. I'm not sure if you watched it on Sky, but. So yeah, for, that was what I was doing there. Wes, Wes gave me tickets for free. I didn't pay. That was the other thing. People were like, I can't believe you've paid. You've given Ipswich money. I wouldn't give Ipswich money ever in my life. Except if Norwich are playing. Except if Norwich are playing. Good. Well, I'm glad you had a nice time. Yeah. Anyway, so, so next question is, um, how will Kenny McLean fit back into the team? Oh, will he? I really like the look of him early on this season. But now with Cantwell, Tribal on the bench... This is, by the way, from J.M. Yeah, you're forgetting to say Bevington, who, by the way, let's check out his bio. Here we go. Father and husband, soccer fanatic. Oh, soccer. Is he American? Multimedia video producer Ooh. for Canadian Heritage. Hello, girls. Someone's a big hitter. Yeah. Living the dream. Based in Canada. Big up to the TNC fans in, in Canada. So what was the question? McLean. I, you know Where what? Is, he, is he getting back in? I also, what, what was the chat's name? J.M.? James J.M. Bevington Jameson I agree with Jameson I, I really like the look of McLean earlier on in the season but I'm not saying it was just him but we weren't winning games when he was in the side Leitner comes in the side and Tete very early on in the season though Jack like 100% and we start winning games um, we'll get on to it in a bit I am slightly fearful about Leitner's injury if any player was going to injured he would be the last one I'd wanted to just because I don't think we've got a player that replicates how Leitner plays but McLean is a bloody good option to have off the bench. I think he's the most like Johnny Housen since we sold Johnny Housen. I think he, he's, he's got an ability to go box to box quite nicely. Yeah. Um, and Again, he's, he's got that Scottish bite. Talk about strength and depth, by the way. Yeah. Particularly impressive. Anyway, next question. This is from Patrick Gardiner, NCFC fan, born in Lincolnshire. Ooh, he's got nice. a club picture as his profile picture from what's, Lincoln. What's the club called? Uh, the club is called Love Doe. I'm not sure which one of these legends he Doe is. Doe there you go. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, a bit questionable. Do you think we could survive the Premier League playing our current style of football? And do you think we could finish top 10? Assuming also strengthen the team. So are we assuming we're definitely going to... Yeah. Okay. For conversation's sake, Love we're in the Prem. We're in the Prem. Well, it's funny, isn't it, Chris? Because, you know, we look back, what, four or five months ago, and we were going, well, 
you know, I kind of wish we were in the Premier League because very good against Arsenal, very good against Chelsea, came up against Cardiff this season, wiped them off the park, should have probably beaten Bournemouth. You'd probably argue that Farkas' style of football was, I'm not sure if it still is, was more suited to the Premier League. Mm. Could we survive in the Premier League with this current squad? No. Could we with the money we'd get? Undoubtedly, yes, I think. Well, you but, saw against Chelsea and Arsenal in the cup games, we yeah. were incapable of coping with it. I just, I don't fear it at all, I don't fear anything, but um, the only thing I do for Aspire is don't like them. Um, Good. I would say the gulf, the, the, the gap in the Premier League is ever widening, mm-hmm. and you look, I think if we were to get in the Premier League, the highest we could finish is probably like 12th for a little while. And I'm absolutely okay with that. What Matt, about you? Do you think we could survive? Yeah, why are, we, why are we talking about that just now? Yeah, yeah, we probably shouldn't. Let's right. lower expectations. Matt Johnson. Matt, Matt good to see you. Um, great, you know, profile pick. Um, playing Caro, at Carrow, yeah, of course. Caro, yeah, he, he absolutely loves it. Bit he of loves, a bit, how bit mu- Alamander is Matt Johnson. Good okay, play, good okay. play. Uh, how much has Talknor City's profile been raised in recent weeks, especially within Suffolk, it appears, wing face? Now, Matt works in Suffolk, so he probably knows more about that area than me. Mm. Things are going well. I think I think a common misconception with fan channels is that we do better when things are going bad. That's definitely not true. Mm. Um, all we have to do now is like love Farkball on Twitter and it'll get like 600 retweets, which is brilliant. Um, I think there's a lot of, in terms of the Suffolkness... There's a lot of salty Ipswich fans. I mean, that's mm. what that's why Ipswich fans got annoyed at me on Twitter. Bless yeah. the hearts, because I, I rocked up unscathed, escaped again. They couldn't beat me up. Bless them. Um, they lost again, and you know they're just extremely salty I, you, people. You know, I've, I've tweeted about probably about in the you, last you you right. Can I just say something? Right. So obviously, I do the majority of the social stuff for TNC. Can I just confirm the Jack? The Jack is the one. Tweeting all of the stuff at Ipswich Town. You know, I, I don't know exactly, but I think probably I, I've put out tweets with the word Ipswich in, I reckon about eight times in the last month, maybe not even that, and every single one, you guarantee it gets about five replies like, why are you so obsessed with us? You Imagine if Ipswich were top of the table and we were bottom. Yeah. They would be loving it. Imagine if they came above us on goal difference <laughs> and... Th- Started throwing street parties. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Anyway, let's move away from, from away from the scum, and we've got a question here from Reese. Reese, Swansea City home and away. Ah, oh, I love him. Fifteen years old, season ticket holder for three years. Got a picture with a Welsh flag in there. Good old boy. You love a bit of Welsh, don't you, Jack? I do. Um, do you think Tim Cruel is good enough in the Premier League brackets if you get there? By the way, he thought you outclassed us Saturday. Hope you continue to do well. That's very nice. I love Swan- I do like Swansea. Thanks, Reese. I do like Swansea as a club. Um, I think there's a question about Tim Krull later on, so we'll combine the two. Okay. And I think my oh yeah, sorry to say, Tim, but goalie needed. I think everyone knows, you know, my thoughts on on Ray Matthews and, and Tim Krull. So maybe my opinion is slightly biased, and I, and I do understand that. I think. I think Tim Krul is adequate. I wouldn't say he's an amazing goalkeeper. He's certainly not, not the goalkeeper that pe- people made him out to be, and rightly so. They were basing him off performances from four years ago. I think the criticism from the weekend was slightly harsh. I think the, the, the experience he brings... Didn't expect that from you. I think the experience he brings to the team puts confidence in the defence in front of him. The defence right. has been good. I think they probably ins- he installed slightly more confidence than, than what Remy would have done. So I think that's good. I think his handling from crosses is a much better. 
But whenever a low shot is hit towards him, and you can't say this is bias, he has looked shaky a lot this season. Mm-hmm. And there's been goals conceded that but have should been Should the defence not be following that up? I think that is definitely a factor, mm-hmm. um, but he should have held that. However, I, agree. I think, if you look at, you know, I watch the championship highlights every week, and there's always, always a few mistakes from goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not Tim Krul on his own. I think he's adequate in the championship. I wouldn't say he's exceptional. He's ten times better than Michael McGovern. Um, I, think, I think he does a job. Yep, good. I don't disagree with anything you've just said. Um, wow, really? F- yeah, Finn Stevens. Finn? He's just gone. He's just gone for the classic black and white profile picture. Uh, he's got a bit of Timmy Puki celebrating. I think against Millwall in his that. cover photo, what, what having a dig at Ipswich fans in his last few tweets. Um, who would you two like to see replace Leitner if he is unavailable for Hull? And he Confirmed is. today he is unavailable. Finn. I think. Mystic Finn. Yeah. Um, I would... I don't really know, by the way. So. What would I do? I think I'd throw Tribal in there next to Tete. I love Tribal. I love Tommy Tribal. I think that's... I mean, so let's look at this. What options have we got? We've got Tom Tribal. We've got Mario Vrancic. We could drop Marco Stiepman deeper. And play a Cantwell or someone in front of him. Oh yeah, you like oh, him? Yeah. Oh yeah, Cantwell connecting the front. Oh yes, really? Oh, so much interest. So that's, that's just giving. That's just wow. Give me goosebumps. Nice. That's no, nice. no, 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 no. Seriously, all banter so aside, Steedman. that really turns me on. Okay, Can, Cantwell going forwards with the ball. That. Oh, I like but what that. about Steedman in midfield? Yeah, yeah. Drop him deep. Yeah. I love that. You're going me. for that. I Not really like, love but you that. You love Tommy Tribal. I love Tommy Tribal, but Marco's doing it for me at the moment. Wow, good. Did Chris? Uh, this is from Jack WBA22. Did Chris enjoy his time in the West Brom end Saturday? And what did he think of the team and us Albion fans? Kind of answered that already. I like Dwight Gale, and I like Harvey Barnes. Mate, and he scored. Yeah. And Barnes looks good. Yeah, Barnes is a good player. Yeah. Who's that commanding midfielder as well? He scored against us as well at Carrow Road. Forgot his name. Listen, interest. But Dwight Gale coming on as a sub, that shows where West Brom are at. Me- they should gain momentum. Amazing away kit as well. Yeah, I mean, again, that's why I wanted to. I just wanted to see another team in yellow and green win at Carrow Road. Yes, uh, at Portman Road, yes, again. And Carrow Road. Um, here we go. Here we go. Is this Tom? Oh, Tom. Right, Wait, I know top, top boy, t- t- Tom Calden. Here, here he is, Mad Hatter, former Luton Town keeper. Hello, girls. We're going up in the world with these question mm. questions, aren't we? Uh, Mad Hatter and custodian of the onion bag. He's a GK. And um, which is more, em- which is more embarrassing fashion faux pas? Dennis Rabeni's icon snapback mm. or Jack's turtleneck neck sweater? Hashtag French mime artist. Well, I know the answer to that, Tom. And I can tell you right now, it's Jack's turtleneck. I think, I think to pull off... Imagine Dennis Rabeni in your turtleneck oh. with the icon. But you know what? Got time it would that. be acceptable yeah, if he wore it. Because he's Dennis. Because he's an icon. Um, although, I just want to quickly pick up on a point. We were, a question from him. We were, tw- we were tweeted last week by a, a, one of our followers who I think is like a bit of a hat enthusiast to say that Apparently, the icon hat isn't a snapback, and it's in the, fact something else. Yeah, what is a snapback? I think no, right. So what's the difference? The, right. I mean, ugh, I think the younger people are going to kill me now. So, oh, hello, girls. Um, snapback is like 
flat. That's what I thought his was. No, no, no. His is a is an arched cap. Oh. Snapback cap. There you go. Anyway, okay. right, next question. So what's more embarrassing? Your turtleneck. Everyone thinks that, apart from you, Simon Cheeseman, and your mum. It's a bit worrying. <laughs> um, question, next question is from Lewis Fuller. Lewis, good old boy. North City Central, big up. Like those guys. Um, question is, Gareth Southgate's waistcoat or Daniel Farker's Parker? That could be question of the night. Yeah, and you know what? This is probably one of the most alarming stats. <laughs> Farker wasn't wearing his green Parker at the weekend, and we still won. I mean, like what else? should we be worried? No, I think we, we've basically now won the league by March. Because that was my only worry, that if he maybe got <laughs> it dirty or lost it, we would be screwed. He changed the colour, we yeah, still won, yeah. we're going to win the league. He needs to go to a better laundrette, quite clearly. Um, I'm going for Southgate's waistcoat, though. Light and shade. I just, I just think that, I mean, he bought it back in fashion, didn't he? Was it ever out of fashion? Simon Cheeseman would argue. I mean, at, well, yeah, yeah, very true. And don't argue. Put it this way: you would, you would wear, you would have worn a waistcoat on this podcast before Gareth. You know what? Wore, which I, meant it wouldn't I'm, be cool. I've never been a massive fan of the waistcoat, but right. I like this from Hanley's head. Good to see thoughts you again. on the "Together We Are Stronger" video. Love that, Haley Brasnett. What a girl! Haley loved it. So if Jen, people Jen don't loved know, it. it was the video that they played before the AGM, and then they've released it on their YouTube and all of that. Just a bit of a, mm, wakes me up in the morning. This is the kind of thing that I said that we need. We need that passion. And I just think that uh, Hayley, of course, is in the media team. She just captured that really nicely. And I, I, I loved it. And it, it kind of got me a bit emotional, actually. It reminded me about why I, I love um, I love Norwich City so yeah. much. Uh, next question, Norwich City Central. How yeah, much? Ha- yeah, but this is from their official account mm. now. Um, how much did Chris regret going to Barcelona to watch the second best footballer from Argentina <laughs> instead of watching the man himself, Emi Buendia? I'd probably say the third best. Favourite that tweet. Behind, um, actually fourth, behind Becchio, <laughs> and Gutierrez, Gutierrez. <laughs> and, uh, and our, our man Buendia. Um, You've, you, you're Messi's, such a hipster though, you love mate, that kind of yeah, stuff. But me- yeah, but Messi is... Oh, right. Like on a serious it. note, right, and I, I used to, and there's a lot of hype around Ronaldo and Messi, and it's completely justified. I've always kind of put in a box and gone, yeah, they're ridiculous, but just you don't really appreciate it in, until you see him live. And you know, the ball sticks to his feet, you know, and the, what he can do with the ball is something else. It reminds me um, of, of a kind of slightly less Todd Canwell. Um, anyway, quickly moving on, mm. it's just not as good hair. It's Todd either. Here we go. This is an interesting question from Jamie Mann. Let's Jamie click on Jamie. Mann. Good to see you. Um, he's a power nap enthusiast. How, um, oh, now this is a, and I'm, he supports the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Does he? He has clearly does been he, on the Tampa Tour. I just wanted to ask you, I was listening to a podcast the other week and they were debating about power naps. What is the difference between a power nap and a, and a nap? Pow, pow, oh. how, now how long mm. does the power nap cut off? Mm. I mean, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, leave your comments below at this stage because because I'm out there. I mean, the power nap in my eyes is is an hour or so. Bloody hell! Um, I was thinking you were going to say like twenty minutes. Oh, uh, maybe it is. Maybe we've got. So it wrong. I would say an hour is a nap. Anyway, people aren't here to listen to to napping debates. Um, Jamie Mann says, which team is better, the current Norwich side, or the squad that achieved promotion via the playoffs in 2015? This year seems to have more of a team mentality. Rather than a few exceptional talents, in my opinion, mm. I'd probably say this year's one. I'm, I'm enjoying really? watching them more. 
Okay. Because let's not forget as well. That's interesting. The season we went up under Alex Neal, I think at like Christmas, maybe a bit before Christmas, we were about 13th, I think. And then yeah. we went on that unbelievable run. Actually, yeah. that was on the Neil Adams alive. Um, and then Alec, he got sacked and Alex Neal was brought in. It was after the third round of the FA Cup, so about, when's that, January time, I think. Um, that was an unbelievable run from Alex Neal and, and very, very good fun. But I think the team we've got at the moment is a bit better. Yeah, no, I like style. We, by the way, am I allowed to read out that question? Um, yeah. Okay. So, Freddie says, when can you... Me? Stop being obsessed with Ipshit and start offering more technical game analysis slash getting current player interviews? So, okay, valid question. Um, for proper game analysis, go to talknorrisity.com. Connor Southwell provides loads of great content on there, about three or four articles a week. All lovely stuff. Quite a lot of content. Um, we have department. usually a respected journalist or a, cu- or a current or an ex-player here every week. Yeah. Instead, it's just us talking nonsense this week. So, Freddie, kind of playing into your um, question a bit. We have got players coming on in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. We have also got someone very well-known regarding Norwich City coming mm-hmm. on in a few weeks. So, Freddie, I'm sure you've unsubscribed already. If you have, not a massive loss. But, stick around. I mean, what I would say is actually, what's quite not. And again, we go back to the, the fan media at Norwich City. I think that, I think that we all complement each other. You know, yes. I think if you want that real statistical depth of stats and, and stuff like that, head over to Paddy Davitt, head over to Bailey. They smash the shit out of it every week, and I love reading their stuff. But they're not fan media, are they? No, they're not, but I mean the my media in writer. general. Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. the media yeah, in general. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, we talk about Norris City, my football writer. You know, stats backed up with such tremendous opinion and various different points there. Of course... Along come Norwich, who are also absolutely fantastic. What they do, you know, they, they play on humour a lot, and they have, they also have a great podcast. So, uh, although Andrew Lawns arguing about his fine not beating the first round from corners, yeah, that's stinking. That, that's stinking. I'll never absolutely agree with stinking. That. But what I would say is, yeah, I mean, if you don't if you don't like us, just go and follow one of the other fan channels. Uh, but put a bet on the fans, but first, um, here we go. Here's a big, big question. Okay, huge question. Okay. From Stephen Garnham. Oh, good old boy, Steve. He says, up the Pirates. He's got a car. He's got a car photo playing cricket. <laughs> anyway. Even more respect. L- let's go back to the question. Would you rather eat shit-flavoured chocolate or chocolate-flavoured shit? Chocolate-flavoured shit, because it tastes of chocolate, not shit. Surely that's a simple question, isn't it? Yeah, but if a shit tasted of chocolate... Oh no, flavoured. Oh no, 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 no. Chocolate flavoured shit then. No. No, yeah. Because it tastes of chocolate. So it's basically chocolate. That's a stupid question, oh, Steve. Jesus Christ, we've gone way off here, haven't we? Um, Tristan Long. I Tristan. like this. Tristan is basically... I love the name Tristan. Tristan is... Uh, here Tristan we go. Abrahams. Here we go, girls. Tristan is being on the hashtag Tampa Tour. Because <laughs> his DP is with Mo Leitner and, um, of course, the, the Messi of the championship being Emmy Buendia. Um, Tampa Tour. By the by, the way, here we go. Does his dad own like secure ice hockey brackets? Tampa Bay Lightning. Is this a thing? Oh, again, he said he likes cricket. Oh <laughs> no. Anyway, so Tristan says he's basically he's just described my fantasy. What cricket? No, God, no, zero interest. Tristan says is Norwich getting promoted, and Ipswich becoming relegated. The definition of a perfect season. Yes. 
that for me is the stuff that I, I dream about on a regular basis. And your shark Hoover. I would love to laugh at them. I would. I really would. Because they did it to us. See, people are like, oh, you're obsessed with Ipswich. I don't know why you're, why you're going on so much because you're on the top of the league, blah, blah, blah. We're just having a bit of a laugh because if, if, you, if you forget, you know, when we went down to League One, we got so much abuse. So I'm going to enjoy it whilst they're bottom of the league. And every single week that they're bottom of the league, I will post my video across my social media channels, screen grabbing, recording the table, going down with time to say goodbye by Andrea Pacelli, because <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, yeah. However, I do think they'll beat Bristol in the week. I was but gonna they, say they're that. going to be bottom of the league for at least another, at least another seven days. Well, they should definitely beat Bristol City at home. Who've currently lost four in a row. That is their game to win. Yeah. If they don't win that, seriously, like... It might be time to say goodbye. That's so bad. Yeah. That, honestly, if they, on a serious note, all biased aside, if they, if they don't win against Bristol City, they are in serious, serious trouble. Mm. Especially because the games after that. I believe they've got Forest, I think, possibly. They've got a couple of really, really hard games. Any more questions? Uh, no, that's all the questions. That's it. Well, thank you, everyone, for, for getting your questions in. Um, nice little session. Let's have a quick look ahead at this week's fixtures and, um, yeah, chat about some other stuff too. Right, Chris. Uh, two games this week. Hull. That's a long old poke again, isn't it? After after South Wales. My worst away day ever. Rory Brady scored the penalty, remember yeah. it well. Uh, so, Hull, currently 23rd. We've kind of briefly spoke about it. Leitner mm. is a major doubt in the words of... Daniel Fark, I think he's done his groin. That's a slight worry. Buendia should be okay, although he picked up a knock. Um, I mean, where do we lie with this one? Hull, they were, they were in the Premier League 18 months ago. They've still got some very good players on the books, but the club is a mess in terms of the owners and they're not getting many the fans through itself. the doors. Former city of culture, let's please remember that. Um, That's it. Look, this isn't an easy game. Daniel Fark has said it. Yeah, I think I think that's Daniel Farker being very good with the media. I, I, I it's, I'm not being arrogant, but I just genuinely believe that you know if you if you want to to go up, if you want to have a good fighting chance, you've got to go into a game against Hull City, and you've got to be targeting the three points. You yeah. can't go there and sit back and just wait to hit them on the counter. And I don't think we won't for a second. What I will say is, yes, it'll be extremely tough. Um, I, I think that they will sit back and I think they'll suck up the early pressure from us and I think they will try and hit us on the counter mm. in, a, in a weird way so yeah I, I think it is difficult and it is a potential banana skin but I've said that against Millwall I said that against Swansea I said that in multiple games before that I suppose the thing is and, and the biggest surprise but I'm not sure if it's even like other teams being bad now I looked at Swansea and, and went bloody hell they are awful defensively other than the same thing with Sheffield Wednesday, went wow, they're bad defensively. I think it might just be us good being, being good going forwards because I don't think Swansea had shipped four goals against a team except for us. I think the same with Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, we're just really good going forwards, which is nice to see. And you just think, even if Hull are at ninety percent defensively, mm. we're going to score a couple of goals, and you kind of bank on our defense not to concede more than two oh, God, probably just oh, I've no, probably no. just jinxed us now but we will definitely concede right okay we're going to concede but even so you still bank on us to score more don't absolutely, you absolutely yeah yeah you um, score one we'll score and two that's more. promising yeah. so Hull 23rd let's go and beat them yeah Rotherham uh, at home which 
We haven't had a great record against Rotherham. It's not nice, yeah. Paul Warren, manager, Norfolk boy. Of top, course, top the manager banana. that you wanted at Norwich City Football Club 12 months ago. For a little while, yeah, definitely. I think he would have done a probably a good job. We might have even been, you know, had more points than we do now. I'm mean, joking. It's all Daniel Farker lovers. Me, me included in that. Um, another winnable game. They're 19th in the league. Yeah, you, you, have, you have to win that. I mean, they did get a surprising result. Very recently, uh, which I was very impressed with, but apart <laughs> apart from no, 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 I was no, in a non-patronising way. But I think I think with a team like Rotherham, they, when they come to Norwich, they have literally got nothing to lose. So for them, it's like let's just go out and play, mm. which I think gives them some sort of psychological advantage in a sense. And I think from the other end, you've got the Norwich players who can be like, right, we've played some really good teams, and Rotherham on paper are pretty shite. So I think that you know there could be a psychological imbalance there, um, but yeah, for me, you, you've got to win those games. You've got to pick up three points. And I can't see them being able to handle O'Neill on one side, Buendia on the other. It's just like it's impossible to last ninety minutes with both of those two players bombing on at you. Yes. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. Please do subscribe on iTunes and also on YouTube. Um, if you haven't already, go put that little Timu cooking special on. And also um, see you at Rotherham at the weekend. But it's at Norwich because we're playing Rotherham. Good to see you, my friend. Ciao.